today on the Bill Kelly Show on AM 900 CHML. It was a... Uh, Interesting meeting, the Public Works uh, Subcommittee meeting at uh, Hamilton City Hall yesterday. Uh, Sobe bikes are one of the great success stories, we're told, here in the city of Hamilton. Uh, those are those blue bikes that you see located all around the place, and of course you can rent them for a, a small fee, uh, we're told, and uh, and cycle. And a lot of people are taking advantage of that. Uh, Sobe says that uh, they have about 12,000 active members here in the Hamilton area alone. Uh, and it's great, we, we're told, except yesterday... When some uh, members of the subcommittee started asking questions of Sobe and uh, things like, well, can we see an audited financial statement? And they said no. Uh, there's some concern now about the operation, and some counselors are even suggesting that maybe it's time to rebid for that contract and get somebody else in here who can be more fiscally accountable to the city. How did this thing go south so quickly? That was only one of the issues that was discussed. Uh, to give us a heads up on what's been going on and some of those concerns. Terry Whitehead, the Council for Ward 8, joins us here on the Bill Kelly Show here on CHML. Morning, Terry. How are you doing today? Uh, great, Bill. Thanks for having me this morning. Well, good to have you with us. I appreciate the time today. Let's let's get into the SOBI issue, first of all. You and Councillor Ferguson had some, some some rather serious concerns. What's what's the concern? What's the problem here? Well, I think, uh, first of all, I want to uh, uh, commend the work to, uh, to date uh, with SOBI and the service they're providing, and uh, certainly by the numbers, it looks uh, uh, like a success. I think the issue uh, for us is it's more about transparency and accountability, and we should be applying this right across the board. So we entered into a contract with uh, Sobe. Um, they have had a, a fair uh, amount of success to date with the system and generating revenue. Uh, they maintain on a daily basis the bicycles. Uh, but what was observed originally, I don't know if it was Councillor Ferguson or Councillor Collins, I uh, caught that there's, they're not building up any reserve uh, for life cycle cost uh, of these bikes. These bikes cost uh, over you know, $1.2 million uh, of taxpayers' money uh, provided to uh, Metrolinx. So the concern is, is why would we enter into a contract, and that contract is, in fact, between us and, and Sobe, uh, would we enter into a contract that doesn't have them providing audited statements, one, and two, which is usually a standard for almost every organization, and two, why would life cycle cost Especially when you're, you know, uh, brand new bikes and you don't have a lot of high maintenance, you could start building up your reserves uh, to replace them. Why would the life cycle cost not be built into the contract? And this is how we do business at the city hall. I think that's the concern uh, that was raised uh, yesterday, and uh, staff will be getting back to us with a report. Do you require uh, audited statements from other agencies that you do business with? Uh, as far as I know, almost every agency we deal with, and there was a big controversy, if you recall, a big, uh, with Festival of Friends. Oh, yeah. And uh, they were providing audited statements. As far as I know, that's that's a requirement when you're receiving uh, taxpayers' money. Uh, then we need to ensure that you're being accountable. And there's different levels of audits, uh, so we don't want to, you know, I mean, because audits can be expensive as well, as you can appreciate. But as far as I know, that is a requirement. Um, and so... so- was that part of the original deal? I mean, in, when you, when you look at the deal that you struck with Sobe some time ago, Terry, did did the city insist at that time that there be audited statements, financial statements? Uh, no, and that and so I'm not. It's not a criticism of Sobe. So let's be clear. It's 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 it's, uh, uh, it's more of a criticism of the fact that we entered into these arrangements, and you know, staff have an obligation, and so does council, to ensure that we are practicing protecting the interests of the taxpayers of this community. We set out policies. We've had, you know, As you don't want to appreciate, we have internal audits that identify uh, a number of areas where we do have shortfalls in regards to adhering to policies or the lack of. And here's an example, and, and I guess a question from a cultural point of view is, 
why would we enter into any arrangement with any organization uh, and enter into a contract uh, not uh, checking off these boxes, such as audited statements and life cycle costs? Uh, and if that isn't the the, uh, the fundamental principles we're applying to, again, to ensure that we're protecting any risk to uh, the community and taxpayers, why wasn't it being applied? Why didn't it come back to council? And, uh, and, and, and I'm not, so here's... here's well, who dropped the ball, Terry? Who dropped the ball here? Is it city staff? Is it well, council? Well, I think if, if staff felt that uh, it wasn't appropriate, and they didn't say they didn't, they never said they didn't think it was appropriate. But if there was any exception to the rule, you could always come to, back to council, provide the, uh, the the information, when we can have that discussion and make a de- uh, determination. The council was never in a position to make that determination. Staff entered into this contract, and in my humble opinion, uh, failed us on two fronts. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play and listen to The Bill Kelly Show weekdays from 9 to noon on AM 900 CHML.